Oh, David, look at the time. It's time for... The Shade I'm David, and this is your Dose of Chainsaw Man. Join us every Friday where we see what Masterpiece Fujimoto put out. I'm Jordan, and if you're looking for regular show and flop goodness, you can find our next episode to hear our full thoughts on Amalgam of Distortion, or as David writes here, Amalgam of Distortion. Oh, <laughs> whoopsie doodles. <laughs> Featuring Dingo, the creator of Scoob and Shag. Fuck yeah, this Monday. And just a reminder, these recordings are open to everyone, so listen in and chat along with us on the Shonen Flop Discord every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, when there's a new chapter. Finally, to in the show notes are on our site. And you know what the opposite of our wonderful listeners are? Our devils. So, Jordan, what was your devil this week? Uh, the car crash devil, David. Uh, on, like, Saturday, I was just kind of walking around when, just out of the corner of my eye, I just saw a car run into the guardrail. Jeez, I thought you were going to say, like, we got in a car crash together, like, we were in a car coming back from Otacon, and, like, David, you got to wake up. You got to wake up, David. <laughs> yeah, David, David, wake up. The doctors say that in your head, I'm a podcast co-host. <laughs> I'm actually your wife. Anyway, I did go over to help. It was an old lady, and she was all right, but it was fucking crazy. The car got totaled. That sounds absolutely bananas. It was fucking nuts. Thankfully, again, she mm. seemed to be okay. No, oh, well, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, me too. God, what about you? Mine was the food poisoning devil. So I went on a trip with some friends and I got super sick on Monday. So that was not great. We think it may be some frozen yogurt we ate because only people that ate frozen yogurt got sick, which is kind of crazy. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. But I did make eye contact with some one of my friends was grilling and he dropped a piece of American cheese to put like on a hamburger and he was like about to put it back on the grill and then he saw me looking at him and then he threw it away. So I also think that maybe his hygiene <laughs> standards may also have been related to the food poisoning. Very possible, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Enough about that, Jordan. Let's hear the plot summary for... Chapter 139! A chair's feelings! <laughs> anyway, let's get into the plot summary. Sword Guy tries reminding Denji that he was at the final battle with Makima, but Denji wasn't even there for that fight, remember? He was just kind of lying down while Pochita uh, took the form of Denji and fought. Uh, so he definitely doesn't fucking remember him and decides to leave and go to class. Unfortunately, Sword Guy just transferred there into his class. His name name is Miri Sugo, and he hates all of his other classmates. He likes running and playing piano, and his classmates won't leave him the fuck alone. <laughs> he meets Denji on the roof, where Fumiko is sitting on him, presumably for like 200 yen or something. Miri tells Denji that the weapons have all joined the Chainsaw Man Church, and he asks him to join too. Fumiko points out how fucking ridiculous it is for the Chainsaw Man Church to literally hire Chainsaw Man as just like a team member, instead of like, you know, the that's like if they tried to hire Papa John's back and not had him in charge. It's like if they hired Jesus to be a priest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Tenji uh, even resists when Miri says that he gets to eat steak every day with the money they give him. He even gets to go to the arcade. Popcorn David. 
<laughs> While Fumiko and Denji talk about what food they could eat every day, Miri gets mad and says that he joined because he was sick of being controlled and wanted to do this of his own free will. Okay, yeah, sure, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Between Fumiko pointing out he may still be getting manipulated and Denji saying he's happy with his normal life, Miri angrily decides to walk off. He says he didn't just come here to recruit Denji, but also because he wanted to be Denji's friend because he Aww. saved him from Makama. Aw, David, he wanted to be his friend. Aw. That's so sweet. As he leaves, though, he says that it's a shame Denji isn't joining because he'd be able to sleep with as many women as he wanted. Suddenly, (laughs) Denji (laughs) teleports in front of Miri. Nothing personal, kid. He literally says, what the fuck? Did you just teleport? How did you (laughs) get here? And says that, yeah, he was a tool, but no longer. (laughs) He will join the Chainsaw Man Church with us at Shonen Flop. Oh, yes. I really love how, like, Denji did this with power. When he learned he would get to touch power's boobs, he was like, those motherfuckers, how dare they do that to your cat? Ah! Here, it's it's like suddenly Denji gets philosophical, and he's like, you know, I thought about what you said, actually. And you made some good points. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this was a fucking banger chapter. God, yeah. So, Jordan, I, I feel, I would say, why was this chapter an 11 out of 10? This is a really good fucking chapter. Listeners, yeah, definitely keep this one in your pocket for chapter of the year. Yeah, this is why I wasn't worried when last chapter was a little bit lacking, because then Fujimoto just pulls shit like this out. You know, it's great to see Sword Guy. I like Sword Guy at this point. I think he's genuine. I think he does want to be Denji's friend. It's nice to see that. And there's also kind of a philosophical discussion. Like, I really like, like, when Denji was Fumiko's chair, and Miri's like, dude, why do you want to be a chair? And he's like, well, butts are nice, and you know, a chair is kind of content with being a chair which is like a fantastic line it kind of sums up denji's entire personality where it's like yeah whatever i'm just kind of content with this even if it's not ideal i can just kind of subsist and also i like feeling a butt on my back hey you gotta respect that yeah but it is also like a butt on his back he's not even like touching it with his hand it's just like this is the little bit that i can get i am content with it's kind of sad but it also fits it fits him very well it's it's very insightful into his character yeah and also i think it's interesting that this confirms dennis had no memory of when i guess puchita was in control during that last arc because well, puchita it means, wasn't so- even puchita wasn't in control denji ripped off a piece of puchita and then puchita became i'm talking about that initial fight against the hybrids obviously when he gets at the end of the fight right. he regains control but like when he was fighting sword guy he didn't remember anything right yeah you're right yeah Dennis was not in control. They weren't fighting Dennis. They were fighting the actual Chainsaw Devil. They were fighting uh, Patrick, which is the four kids' name of Puchita. <laughs> but they'd probably just keep it Puchita. They'd make it Poochie. Let's be real. It would be Poochie. That's true. They were fighting Poochie. Yeah. Where's Poochie? Uh, you know what, David? Whenever Poochie's not on screen, I am asking where's Puchita. But I do actually think it's interesting because that means that he does not know that Rize didn't go back to the USSR because she he's unaware that Makama kidnapped Rize. So I'm wondering if she's part of the church or not. Ooh, It feels like Fujimoto is saving that like a big reunion between Denji and Rize. Yeah, and as everybody who listens knows, David thinks that Rize is best girl for some reason. She is. I I guess. I mean, you can say that. I mean, it's absolutely power, but like, whatever. (laughs) By the way, do you think that Denji's face on page 13 is a King Crimson reference? 
I don't think it was intentionally one, but I see where you're coming from there. He is making the same face as the first album uh, that would be in the court of the Crimson King, of course, mm-hmm. as everyone knows. Yes. I do like that David pointed out here that, uh, so they're talking about the food they can eat because Miri's like, I could have steak every day. And then he's like, I don't know. I might eventually get sick of steak, but I could eat Chinese food every day. And then That's a like, fact. Yeah. And then Fumiko's like, oh, I could eat sushi or parfait. And David pointed out that parfait is Fujimoto's favorite food. And I would mm-hmm. like to also point out Fumiko's name kind of has similarities to Fujimoto. That's his sister actually playing that character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For those who know, Fujimoto pretends to be his younger sister on Twitter. Do Have we confirmed that he even has a younger sister? Probably he doesn't. Yeah. Oh, man. And, you know, David pointed out again, there's a fucking Gilligan's cut here. Fujimoto loves this Gilligan's cut. Would you like to describe what a Gilligan's cut is? Sure. So a Gilligan cut is essentially, it's like, if you've ever seen those scenes where a character is like, there's no way, absolutely, I would ever consider doing that when someone's like trying to talk him into it, and then it cuts to them doing it. So it's like, I'm never going to dress up in a princess outfit for this, like, your daughter's party, and then you see him in like a princess outfit serving cake. That's a Gilligan cut. It's the always sunny thing where they're like, yeah, I'm we're never doing this. And then it says the gang does this. It's that. Yeah. Gotta love how Philadelphia invented comedy. Yeah. We made up for it for Bill Cosby. Uh, God. Uh. Uh, anyway. So let me see. Uh, also, this felt like a really inside baseball chapter. Like, yeah, it's chapter 139. But this really felt like a chapter that rewarded people for paying close attention to the Chainsaw Man throughout its run. I would agree. You know, you see Denji as a chair again. That was a good callback. I, it also, again, shows what his relationship with Fumiko is like. It shows a lot about what kind of person Fumiko is. Yeah. And how she is, again, taking advantage of Denji. Mm-hmm. And I also love when Denji's like, yeah, I was a tool, Denji. I mean, chainsaws are tools, so it's fair. I guess. But I mean, I'm thinking about tool like the insult, you know. <laughs> yeah. You get it. Like the band. Yeah. Oh, another music reference. There we go. There's another fucking music reference. I can't wait for Araki to introduce Tool. <laughs> Surprised that hasn't <laughs> happened yet, actually. Yeah. And then, Jordan, do you have anything else? I think that, uh, you know, it's, it is kind of interesting how... Um, uh, no, I don't. So that's all I have to say about Chance Man. But I do want to say, Jordan, thank you so much for being such a wonderful co-host. Oh, thank you, David. Thank you for being a good co-host, too. I love you. I love you. I love you. Aww. And you can find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast and our website, ShonenFlop.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, wherever else you get your podcast. Props to Shannon for the awesome cover. Find her online at Illuminati. As a reminder, you can join us recording every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time when there's a new chapter out. Find a link to it in the show notes or on our site. And stay tuned for Monday as we give our full thoughts on Amalgam of Distortion featuring Dingo, the creator of Scoob and Shag. Listener, I would like you to know that uh, David's exact words here are stay tuned for Monday as we give our first slash full thoughts on full thoughts on Amalgam of Distortion featuring Dingo, blah, blah, blah. Exactly what he said. Bye. Wait, no, (laughs) David. You have to say your line. David, I have bad news. I'm looking at the clock right now and the chainsaw minute has passed. Oh, no. Bye. The chainsaw minute. I have to do that every time. I know. Like, yeah.